These impulses from big to seemingly small, they are guiding you somewhere. Trust them. Trust them. Get ready to receive your miracle. Whether you desire a miracle in your finances, relationships, or purpose, you'll find guidance here. Miracle Minded is designed to move you out of your head and into the realm of faith, manifestation, and miracles. These conversations will inspire you to move beyond limitation and into alignment with your highest and infinite self. I'm your host, Nicole Sylvester, best-selling author, spiritual coach, and modern miracle worker. But it wasn't always this way. My path was one of violent abuse, addiction, and mental health diagnosis. Terrified of spending my life that way, I turned within and surrendered to miracles. My struggle as a single mama on welfare to building a half a million dollar business, living and thriving in my purpose. Now I'm here to support you in sparking miracles in your life. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, Miracle Worker. I am excited to share this message with you today. I hope it allows you to really, 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 really trust in the inner impulses and that you begin to notice them and believe in them and follow them like never before. Now, you may have heard me say this and heard other people say it. Trust that nudge. Do you trust the nudges? Well, here's an episode dedicated to those glorious little nudges and their impulses. Just as your heart is beating and there's a pulse, there's movement, there's electricity, there is life, there's another kind of impulse. And while I don't know a machine that can be hooked up to it, there is a way to measure it. And you can measure it by how something feels. Now, this will take you unlearning the external gauging of how you feel. Looking around, how does my partner feel about this? How does my parents feel about this? How do my neighbors feel about this? How do my close circle of friends feel about this decision I'm making? You're going to have to let go of that because that isn't it. Instead, you have to come within and begin to get clear on how you feel. Because when you get clear on how you feel, that is your guide. That is your compass. And it does take courage. It does take faith. It does take heightened awareness. You have to become very aware of the distinctions between something that really does excite you or something that is great, but it's not for you right now. So there are some subtleties here, but I want to give you a story today that's going to help you see this a little bit differently. Now, before we get into that, I want to remind you that I'm still giving you the gift of my morning miracle activations. Now, the reason why I have these morning miracle activations in the first place is to help you get your body moving, get your energy clear, and get your energy big so that your impulses, that inner nudging that guide you, 
towards your answered prayers becomes clear and you can decipher it and you're not in the stagnant energy of guiding you into a place of opening your body through your breath, opening your body through your movement and focusing on miracle vision. Now, I have two and they're all included in the one in the one offering. I have the morning money activation and I also have the self-love heart opening activation. Now, you could buy both of these. However, I'm giving them to you for free. And all you have to do is go onto my iTunes and leave a rate and review and screenshot that rating and review. Screenshot it and send it to my team. Support at NicoleSylvester.com Or there's another option. You can read my book from Amazon or read my memoir and you can leave a rating and review there. So I'm down for you to leave either, but when you do that, screenshot it, send it to my team, support at NicoleSylvester.com and we're going to send you the code to get the free morning money activation and the morning self-love activation. You might want to pause this podcast episode Go and do that right now. It'll take you a minute and then come back and listen to this. When you're done, get going on one of those activations because I'm telling you, you are going to feel different after you do it. You feel amazing after. All right, so let's get into the story. Now, you know I talk about these things, trusting the nudge, trusting where you're being guided, obeying your intuition. You hear all these things, but I want you to think about it today in this sense of an impulse. And I want you to tune into how you relate to these impulses. Do you know when you're having one? Do you trust it? Do you judge it? Do you make it wrong? This is the big thing. You mustn't make these impulses wrong. I used to make my desires so wrong because I had these desires to travel a lot. I had desires to eat at beautiful pricey places a lot. I had desires to just indulge and enjoy life. And I also had desires for living in places that were costly compared to what I could afford at the time. The voices that really rang loud in my head were my father and my ex at the time. Now, interesting, it's them too, right? Because they say that you date men that are like your father if you need to like heal that relationship or if you're seeking love from that person. Like you recreate that in your relationship. And I can look back and I can see that I totally did that. The men in my life were critical. They were emotionally unavailable. They didn't know how to express love. And a lot of other traits that are not ideal for me. Let's just say that. But I heard their voice in my head tell me, you are so irresponsible. You are so bad with money. You're living in fantasy land. Like that kind of thing. So when an impulse would show up, And I would find myself searching up a vacation package just for the pricing, just for fun. Because truth be told, I didn't have the money for some of these things. But I loved to search it up and to get into the feeling and explore the what if. 
So when I would do that, I could feel the impulse rising of, wouldn't this be nice? But I also had the impulse rising of guilt and shame of being unrealistic and being irresponsible. And that created an uncomfortable environment internally. So I didn't know who to trust. Do I trust the impulse or do I trust the voices of people that I really wanted love from in my past? So that was my journey. And as I began trusting this impulse and intuition, I developed so much trust in myself. And then I realized that I can't make these desires wrong. If I make these desires wrong, I make myself wrong. And myself, my inner self, my inner being is guiding me towards everything I've been praying for. So I can either trust it, get curious about it, or make it wrong and deny myself and block the blessings of the places that my impulses are trying to guide me towards. So fast forward into the now, 2021. This is how I live my life. I'm having a beautiful experiment this year where I'm trusting my desires, no matter how illogical they are, no matter how outrageous they seem, no matter how they interfere with plans or what I thought was going to happen. I'm just having an experiment to see where does this impulse guide me and why. So examples, you know, a few weeks ago, you saw that I was going to Mexico for the second time, like literally just got back from Mexico and I'm going back again. You saw that I was leading a retreat and I was leading a retreat for these ladies um, in my Miracle Vision Mastermind. It was fabulous. And I really didn't plan for any trip right after. I have other travels and things that are happening. But as I was checking out and I was supposed to go home with the girls, my daughter and my niece that is here right now, I had this strong impulse that I should go to a hotel. But no hotels in downtown Austin were speaking to me. Like I wasn't feeling that energy. So I tuned in. What is this impulse I'm feeling? I'm feeling no about going home. I'm not feeling that but I'm feeling called to go somewhere else. So I felt with it and I realized there was another hotel that I've been wanting to go to. It was a different energy. It was a different energy. It was a more secluded, high service kind of energy. And it reminds me of Chateau Marmont. If for anyone that's familiar with um, LA hotel scene, Hollywood hotels, it reminds me of that, but in Austin. So it's like nestled into a little private space. And I had this impulse. I literally was driving home at a red light. I pull out my phone. I see that they still have hotel rooms available. And I just decide to plug it into my map and I drive over there. I call who I need to call. I let them know that I'm going to stay another night. And I go over there and I check in and I just allow myself to go in receiving mode. And while I'm there, I was tuning into what my body needed. I went to the pool and while I was in the pool, I had a glass of wine and I realized like I just want to go back to my room. The room was pretty beautiful. I went back to my room and in my room I ended up getting ready for dinner because when I'm at beautiful places that have a vibe, I want to go out to dinner. But my impulse was saying, stay in, order in, wear the robe, don't do anything. So I literally had my dinner in my robe, in my room, my breakfast in my robe, in my room. 
And I was just feeling nourished by just being. And it makes sense because I was in service for a weekend, serving my ladies in my mastermind, helping them get their breakthroughs. So the next morning I wake up and I'm at this hotel. The sun is peeking through the shears that are on the Juliet balcony and I can hear the birds chirping and for some odd reason, right, doesn't make sense. I have this feeling to get out of the city. Now I live where the hill country of Texas meets Austin. So I'm by no means in the city city, but I'm in the suburbs and my entire backyard is basically a hill with lots of trees and there's coyotes and everything back there. So if I just look out back, it's peace. It's great. But if I look out front, there's a ton of other homes, cars, people. So I get both where I live. And this is why it was interesting when I had this impulse to get into the country. I was just like, is that really necessary? Like, this is where my mind went. Is that really necessary? Like, I've just been away for three nights. I have a hotel night that I had solo. And now, do I tell the girls to pack up and do we just keep it moving? Like, what is this about? And I could not ignore the feeling. So what I told myself was to get still. To just get still and allow the impulse to become more clear. Is this something that is super clear? So I sat down. I was having my coffee and I just let it go. I let it go. And then as as I was letting it go, I decide to explore the feeling more. Because remember what I said, the feeling will let you know. The feeling is the way to measure and gauge. So I pull up the Airbnb app. And I just click on country home or something. I clicked on something basic. And my Airbnb shows me examples and things that I could do. So it pulls up Fredericksburg, Texas, which is an area that's about an hour and 20 minutes from where I live. And you drive through this little town on your way into Austin. And I see this house, one of the first houses that pops up. There's all of these farm animals And my heart just felt so expansive, so excited. So I knew, I knew by that feeling, this is it. This feeling versus going home. Trust that impulse, trust that feeling. So I have no idea why I'm being guided over there, but I just trust that I'm praying for certain experiences, outcomes. I want to meet the the best version of me. I want to meet the most liberated, most expansive, the most heart open, the most overflowing version of me. That's who I want to meet. And I pray about her. And because I pray about her, I know I'm being guided to meet her. And it's not going to make sense because I'm not going to know how to get to her. It's out of my current paradigm. But I'm being guided to experiences that will help me bump into her, to help me release certain things to help me discover more about myself and that's what people forget so I booked the Airbnb we went out there it was incredible and what I learned about myself was how I had healed some of my PTSD which I wasn't even thinking about because I was out at this country home and I felt so at peace none of my PTSD triggers were showing up 
the fact that I even booked that home and that that's where I wanted to stay versus staying at a hotel where I would, an older version of me only felt safe at hotels, which trust me, logically, it doesn't make any sense because logically you are more safe and serene in the privacy of being in the middle of nowhere and in a home and things like that. But my trauma would say otherwise because it's just the way that I had been in the past. If you read my book, you know one of the experiences that happened. I was actually kidnapped in the middle of nowhere. So there's a lot of different triggers and things like that that I had. But at this time in space, it was interesting. Like that old part of me wasn't there. Now, I got to see that by going and following this impulse, which I wasn't even thinking about. But as we drove away and I was driving home, I was like, wow, that old part of me, she's at rest now. She's not here anymore. Like that, I don't have that experience now. So that was a very, very healing and just a wow moment for me. But more than that, I also had the expansive feelings of waking up to like these beautiful farm animals and they followed us around like little puppies. They were so cute. And I got to see my daughter enjoying that. I saw my niece enjoying that. I watched the dogs playing around in the open yard. We were grilling and sitting by the fire. I learned how to make a fire with oil and sugar. It was really funny because I was like, we need lighter fluid. These logs are not catching with a match. For those of you that know how to make a fire, you get it. A single match is not going to do it. But there was a cowboy that was staying on the land. And he came over one day and saw us talking to the animals and we let him know that we couldn't make a fire. And he was like, oh, you just, um, oil and sugar. I was like, okay, life skill. Hello. <laughs> you know, it was cool. So there were so many cool moments, but it came from the impulse. Now I see this impulsivity and women honoring it. And sadly, sometimes not honoring it when it comes to periods of time where we're launching a program. Let me give you an example. Miracle week. When we did our last Miracle Week, there were so many women that were involved in it. And these women are having the best week. I see them participating Monday through Friday. They're having breakthroughs. They're having change. They're seeing life differently. They're feeling something. There's a feeling there. But when it comes time to join Money Miracles, their body says yes. They want to keep they want to keep it going. Why wouldn't you? Here's my belief. If there's anything that you would do for free and you're actually engaging your energy in it, there's something there for you. And if there's an opportunity for you to go deeper and if it costs a few hundred dollars a month, do it. There's something there for you. But a lot of people will not go there because of the money. When money gets involved, they get scared. So they pull themselves out. They deny the impulse because they choose to honor their money fears. Like I'm going to hold on to this few hundred dollars a month because I'm, I'm not comfortable with that versus I'm going to trust the impulse. Now this could have happened to me. It was about $800 for two nights in the country. What if I was like, I didn't plan on spending $800 and I don't know. I just spent $900 on the room last night. My my other hotel room was $900 just for the one night. So what if I was like, no, this is almost $2,000. Well, with food, yes, it will be about $2,000 plus that I didn't plan on spending. That's not responsible. 
I want to save X amount of money. I could have totally did that, but I know better because I know that if I trust the impulse, more money will come in more ways than I can imagine. And I have to be willing to trust the magic that's in the impulse. Now, this is the cool thing. While I was there, there was a bunch of women that were thinking about Miracle Worker Method. And they trusted their impulse. Now, we have to trust that when something feels like a yes, feels like expansion, feels like exciting, feels like, oh my God, this could change me. There's something there for you. Be willing to explore it. Be willing to figure it out. Be willing to figure it out, my friends. That's all you have to do. You don't have to know why. The why will be revealed. And I want to share this. This is really interesting. There was a woman that was in Money Miracles this last round. Money Miracles is now over, but they're in the group and they share. There was a woman that she joined last minute. She was the last person to join Money Miracles. And I know it was hard for her to make the first payment. It literally, the first payment, which was only $197, it took her entire, like she didn't even have it on one card. She had to move things around. She joined it. And then she just shared something last week and she said, you know when Nicole says that you are not your true source and supply, she means it. This woman has no job right now. If I understand it correctly, she she has no job. But you don't need a job. You don't need a business because that's not your true source and supply. So she did the work and let me tell you that within the eight weeks or so since Money Miracles started, She has manifested first about $7,000, I believe, for rent. There was some grant, something that was like $7,000 to cover your rent because of COVID. Then she gets a PPP loan, which is forgivable, so she doesn't have to pay it back. And I think it was like, I want to say it's like $8,000 to $10,000. I don't remember the dollar amounts, but let me tell you, she has manifested five figures plus. Out of nowhere, without a job not for business manifesting clients or any of those things. And she sees life differently. She sees money differently. And that's what I want for you all. So I want you to remember that the impulses to do certain things, whether it's go to the country or invest in a coach or get into a program or stop eating that thing or join the gym or go listen to that book. These impulses from big to seemingly small, they are guiding you somewhere. Trust them. Trust them. And if that impulse is guiding you to share this with a friend right now, I want you to share it with a friend. Share it with a friend. Take a screenshot. Tag me on Insta. I love to see which episode you're listening to and what your takeaway is. Let me know about your impulsivity. Let me know, are you willing to be impulsive for your highest good? Tag me, share this episode, and definitely share it with one person you love. Until next time, Miracle Worker, stay blessed and trust where you're being guided. All right, Miracle Worker, I am so excited that we got to spend this time together. And beyond that, I'm grateful. It's a privilege to have you here with me. And I want to remind you that you are a miracle and you have direct access to infinite intelligence and you can open up to a radical, unbelievable, supernatural transformation in your life and business. Just that thought in itself can take hold in your subconscious and create beautiful change. And that's exactly why I'm challenging you to share this with someone you love today. You never know how one 
podcast, one message, one video can change the trajectory of someone else's life. And you get to have that kind of momentum in the universe. So take a moment and forward this on to someone you love. And if you feel really excited about it, share it with your Facebook, share it with your Instagram, share it with people and get them to listen as well. Know that the universe always pays you back for the good you put out into the world. So go ahead and get your miracle. Until next time, keep shining, keep showing up, and stay open. Thank you.